This podcast is a part of the Carbon Almanac Network of Podcasts. Hi, I'm Christina. I'm from Prague. Hi, I'm Jen, and I'm from Canada. Hi, I'm Ola Banji, and I'm from Nigeria. Hello, I'm Liki, and I live in Paris. Hi, I'm Brian, and I'm from New York. Welcome to Carbon Sessions, a podcast with carbon conversations for every day with everyone from everywhere in the world. In our conversations, we share ideas, perspectives, questions, and things we can actually do to make a difference. So don't be shy and join our Carbon Sessions because it's not too late. Hi, I'm Jen. Hi, I'm Christina. And hello, I'm Nikki. How are you? <laughs> Great. So as the t- at the time of recording this episode, we are about to, we're getting ready for the summer holiday. And uh, we were talking earlier about some very nice initiatives on, in the some rural places that we will be going to or we've been to. That's right. Who wants to start with their stories? Mm. I have been thinking about how people are resourceful. And uh, in Czech Republic, a lot of little farms or little gardens have uh, baskets with their produce in front of their doors with signs and little box for donation. And this is the way to get around all the rules around selling produce and being official farm and official business. And it's uh, it feels so comfortable and I feel so connected to the community. When uh, I see that, I feel like I'm not shut out and uh, it feels good. That's lovely. I was uh, talking before we hit record about a place that um, that we have gone every summer for probably 12 summers now. It's a, a Gulf Island um, here in British Columbia, a little island. And you can drive all over this island or you can walk or, or you can hitchhike because they, uh, they have this whole hitchhiking system <laughs> set up. Um, where you, if you you can, there's special spots you can stand and uh, and wait, and people who are driving by will pick you up, um, which is wonderful. And you can drive all around and find the most amazing food and products that people have made in their homes that they are offering for sale. Um, there is one woman who, on a particular day of the week, bakes the most phenomenal bread, all different kinds of bread. And people line up at 7.30 in the morning waiting for the bread to be released for that day. And it goes in about half an hour, it's all gone. Um, I guess she bakes all week and the bread is is um, is delicious. We were driving around last year and we'd been going for years and years and years, but we found a new little neighborhood we'd never been to, to before. And this street, what they've done is several people have put refrigerators at the end of their driveways and they have very imaginative names. One of them is called the fridge of cheesecake and one of them is called the fridge of wonders because it has many things in it. And the fridge of cheesecake was of course, all different kinds of homemade cheesecake and the fridge of wonders 
had um, homemade vegan ice cream and different kinds of cold treats in it. And then also all sorts of produce from the garden right there at the house and eggs uh, from the chickens that people had. And we drive around other places in the island and we found beautiful uh, new potatoes and flowers and just gorgeous things. So it's always fun in the summer. One of the things we like to do is go around and see what wonderful things we can find that people are offering. And they usually just have, like you said, Christina, a little box that you can put money into. So I wonder how does it work? Do, do they have, um, it's a, it's donation based, but is it like a price or minimum charge or something like that? I mean, how how does it work? They have a, usually, well, one of them has a chalkboard with the prices listed. Um, one of them I did notice you could actually e-transfer the money if you didn't oh. have cash, which was really, yeah. really neat. It had the email address and you could e-transfer. Yeah. Yeah, that's even better because I'm I'm starting to think of you know of the ugly side of some humans that if you there's a donation box, you know one other thing that can happen is that it can get stolen. So e-transfer could be even better. Yeah, plus it's fun. <laughs> yes, it is. Yeah, uh, I've seen one of these things as well in uh, when I was on holiday a few years ago in Scotland. In a very oh, it's like a it's a magical place. It's um. It's in the Highlands, in, and um, it's it's a tiny village. I mean, I remember when we were driving there, I, I thought it was like a dream. It was so green. <laughs> they were, the, you know, the, the roads are, I don't know if you've ever been to Scotland, but they, I mean, in rural area, generally in a lot of places, they, the road is, there's only, there's enough space for one car. And then when, when there's a car that comes to on the other side, you, you just go, there's some like little place that you can, um, what is it called? You know, the place Turn you can up. just park and let the other car go. I don't know what it's called, but and but the, the the road was really really narrow, and it was a very hot year, and uh, and it was so green, it was so beautiful, and there were flowers and goats and everything, and uh, it was like a dream. And we arrived on this island, not island, it's, um, it's um um it's um you know it's there's um there's a lot of glen glens like you know there's little harbors in in Scotland, and we arrived at this place and it was like a small very tiny community that was really different for me coming from you know a big city and uh, so we rented a house a small house there for a week and um it's like you know we're part of the village because we keep because it's it's very difficult to get to this village too and so we keep bumping on people like you know where we were walking in the village or we were hiking it's always the same people so it was like what is it? Is it true or is it like you know? Because at some stage I thought, wow, it's like you know this movie with um, Jim Carrey where everything is perfect. <laughs> <laughs> well, what's the name of the, the title of this movie? Um, what is the title of this movie? Where he's living, he's he he's part of a TV show, and everybody is very nice and very smiley and you know, the whole thing is it's just dreamy so i thought it was in this type of movie <laughs> and, <laughs> and it's so beautiful that you know we met a, um, a man who's um i think he's a gardener um and because he takes care of different 
gardens because they are love holy homes and he is local he takes care of the different gardens for the and he told us that he had a, um, his own garden for produce and you know he was talking about his passion for growing like you know rare rare produce like rare fruits rare herbs rare rare like ancient species of salad and all of that and so we had a tour of his little garden and then um and then they said yeah well actually yeah there was no shop in this village as well <laughs> i mean this just one tiny shop was almost nothing and say you know what you could do is just just come and you know and pick up the stuff you want and then you know and then uh, there's a donation box and you put the money there if you want and so there's a wow. yeah so yeah so that was that is just I mean yeah I can see that it could happen in this kind of places because it's very isolated, but I I don't know how it would work in a big city like Paris. <laughs> but you know sometimes even in the big city people people share. I mean we have community gardens um, in some of the cities here, and the way the community gardens, at least this one particular one I'm thinking of, work is. Um, the people uh, take what they need from what they garden, and then any extra gets uh, donated weekly to the food bank. Mm. And so somebody comes along and collects anybody's extra. If you have too many tomatoes or you have too many of something, they'll take the extra and then take it to somewhere who for people who need it. Um, there's also another initiative that I um, I read about recently where it's called Front, front Yard Gardening. Mm-hmm front yard gardens and this company will come and turn uh, front yards into beautiful food gardens and they will either do it and the people who live there look after it or they will do it and they will look after it and the people whose property it is get some of the food but the rest of the food then gets donated Um, and I thought that was a beautiful concept for a company it's a great alternative to grass yeah yeah yeah. Well, that's a that's yeah. a great concept. Uh, when I was taking permaculture certificate, our teachers lived in Calgary, and they started food forest a permaculture garden in front of their house in Calgary, and it was really interesting. They were talking. It was so cool when kids walking around picking raspberries and strawberries out of our garden. It was it was a good feeling, good neighborhood feeling. That's right. Our neighbors across the street have a very established plum tree and an apple tree. And every year I can see people walking by and they see the fruit that's ripe, that's fallen on the ground. And they they pick it up and they look around to see if anybody's looking. <laughs> <laughs> or they or they look around and they look up and then they reach up and they take something, you know. They, they look a little bit guilty, but it's funny because the neighbor doesn't mind at all. Yeah. And often... You know, she'll bring us bags of fruit, and uh, and then we went and planted apples and pears and plums in our backyard. But they're just starting to get established, so one day we'll have lots of of fruit. I think. I, yeah, talking about plums, I have an um, an experience with plums when I was on an island in in France on holiday again, and um, it is um, a tiny island with um, love tourists, and usually tourists go there for a day or two because it's not a very big place and it's, it's great for hiking. And there's some residential like you know holiday homes, and um, and I was walking on the street. In one of the streets, and I saw someone hanging a, a um, fruit 
baskets full of plums. And there was a sign saying, oh, you know, um, hikers or something like, welcome, you're welcome to, to help yourself. You know, just have some because I have too much. Oh, that's, uh, oh, that's amazing. Yeah, I think it's, it's just, yeah. <laughs> Lovely. And I've been talking to some neighbors, and actually, this the lady um, who owns this this house. She has a couple very big trees that that um, uh, what do you, what do you call it uh, when you know that uh, gives a lot of fruit every year, and she gives away the plums all you know all summer. I think it's 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 yeah. great. Well, we're thinking we're yeah we're thinking of actually moving in the spring. Um, to a, a smaller yard and a smaller place and, and for less driving for where I have to work, even though we're using an electric car and we can't have fruit trees in yards over there because of bears. Oh, wow. <laughs> we don't have bears over here. We have raccoons that steal fruit and we have other things, but um, it'll be interesting to see how to, uh, how to do that again in a way that doesn't attract critters, big critters. <laughs> you, you, you really said bears, like. Yeah, yeah. There's bears over by where I work, and, and sometimes they walk down the streets, and sometimes they're in. One of them walked into the mall one day um, because the mall had doors, those sensor doors that opened, <laughs> and this bear was walking through the parking lot, and I guess. The, the shopping mall doors open and the bear just walked right into the shopping mall. You're not kidding mall, me. That's, caused, you, they're not, you're not kidding. I'm not. Really? That bears? No, that's which so caused funny. a bit of a hoopla. <laughs> <laughs> they got the bear out. Um, but yeah, we've had, um, yeah, there's there's lots of bears over that way across the river. and uh, But they're not over where we are most of the time. We have cougars and we have other creatures. But cougars are afraid and shy, and we don't really see them except on security cameras in the night. <laughs> cougars, but, yeah, big, beautiful bobcat, like bobcats, big cats. Yeah. Oh my God, you cats. live in a very dangerous place. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's not really. <laughs> but you just have to know. So where where we're hoping to go, we can't plant fruit trees because the bears will wreck your fences. They'll come down and. and each craft your fences down to get the fruit when it's ripe so you have to you have to do different things so we'll see hmm. yeah it's all an adventure oh that's great well that's good it's nice that people are generous and are willing to share and can grow such abundance right where they live i think that's beautiful yeah i think it's and it's it reduces transportation costs because there's none <laughs> Yeah, and all the carbon that it takes to uh, transport and store. And then it's fresher, too. Yeah. And it so, feels so good to share. What's the takeaway from this conversation? I don't have a garden. I don't I don't live in a house, so I cannot share fruits produced. <laughs> but I planted some tomatoes, and I'm hoping to have one or two <laughs> tomatoes. Just one or two, because there are a couple of flowers, and so I'm hoping to have them. So... But I think it's great when you can um, share the you know what you produce in your garden and um, or in your kitchen. Yeah, have basil leaves. Right? Yeah, have basil leaves. In... Can always bake things and share yeah. them with the neighbor too. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Good. It shows there is abundance. There is such a big abundance in the world. 
Okay. So, and thanks, friends. <laughs> yeah. Enjoy your summer. You too. Thanks. Have fun. You've been listening to Carbon Sessions, a podcast with carbon conversations for every day with everyone from everywhere in the world. We'd love you to join the Carbon Sessions so you too can share your perspectives from wherever you are. This is a great way for our community to learn from your ideas and experiences, connect, and take action. If you want to add your voice to the conversation, go to thecarbonalmanac.org slash podcasts and sign up to be part of a future episode. This podcast is also part of the Carbon Almanac Network. For more information, to sign up for the emails, to join the movement, and to order your copy of the Carbon Almanac, go to thecarbonalmanac.org. Be sure to subscribe and join us here again as together we can change the world.